We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Jeff Goodman here with the Field of 16 in the latest edition of Off the Carousel. And we welcome in new Omaha head coach, Chris Crutchfield. And Crutch, congrats. First of all, I know you've waited for this uh, D1 head coaching job for, for a little while, right? So congrats are in order. And uh, you're home. Thanks, Jeff. Yes, yes, it's been a while. And we finally got one and we got the right one. Yeah. And yeah. this is a place that with unbelievable potential. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, for those that don't know, way back when uh, Chris Crutchfield graduated from Omaha back in 1992, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. You date, you're dating me. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but you're about my age, so if I'm exactly dating you, right. I'm dating me too. Uh, <laughs> all right, I want to know, obviously, Crutch, you played hoop, but you played football there too. I want to <laughs> know what what crutch the football player was like to be honest with you i got more football video than i have basketball video <laughs> you know i gave you no know, bob hansen was the basketball coach and, and i only played one year for him uh but but i came here actually on a football scholarship and uh was my intention was to play basketball also but of course once you got going you couldn't do it but my last year, I ended up playing. And, of course, me and Tony Stubblefield ended up being good teammates and roommates and all that stuff. So so it was fun. It was really fun. But back then, it was Division Two, So you could do both. You couldn't do it now. What were, I, I envision you as like a middle linebacker. 
receiver. Really? Yeah. Really? I was 6'3", 193 pounds back then. <laughs> hey, that was a few pounds ago. Yeah, a few pounds ago. Is that right? And no, now, and no hair. Listen, now you would be a middle linebacker. Now I would be a defensive end. <laughs> At the end, it's probably true. Yeah. Probably true. A rush end. <laughs> so what, what was it like? I mean, again, uh, getting your first D1 head coaching job, is always something, especially for as long as you had grinded out and you've been to, a, I don't know how many spots you've been, you've been to a few along the way in different levels. Yeah. And, but to get that first one at your alma mater, how much more did that mean to you? It was special. It was special because I, I you know, I talked to a lot of people about this, Jeff, and, you know, as we go through on this track of as an assistant coach and you, you're going after jobs and you're doing interviews and, and you don't get the opportunity and you're a little, a little down, you're a little sad, you know, there's some tears shed, you're disappointed. But in the back of my mind, I always thought like, I'm going to get an opportunity. I know I'm going to get one. Everybody I talk to around the country and you're one of them is crutch. You're going to get one. Just be patient. And I, and I was patient and I was patient and I was patient and did turn down a couple that, that I didn't think was the right fit for me and my family. It and it's amazing, you know, this worked out the right way because my wife is from Omaha. Wow. Her family's still here. You know, I took her away from here in 1996 and, <laughs> and and we hadn't been back, you know, to live here since. So now I get a chance to bring her back and it's back to my alma mater that's going in a whole new direction with new administration and some bright ideas. And I, I couldn't be luckier, man. It's a blessed situation to be into, to be honest with you. Well, and, you know, you go from – you're at Oklahoma and you help build that thing uh, yeah. and we're a key component to, to getting yeah. them to a Final Four in 16. Um, you recruit Trey Young, you're coaching Buddy Heald, exactly. all these dudes. Then, again, you, we thought you were going to get one. You didn't at that point. Uh, yep. You move, you go to Arkansas for a quick cup of coffee there yep. uh, under Muss, and yep. then you make a move that I think had a lot of people – Scratching their head a little bit, you go to East Central University to be a, a head non-D1 coach. Right. And the beauty of it, and I think the part people don't understand, was you got to coach your kids. No doubt about it. What was that like? It was the best year of basketball that I've, I've had since I've been in a coach. And, of course, when you leave a place like that and you go to a small town in, in Oklahoma, people are like, where is that at, you know? Why would Crutch do that, you know? And it was during COVID. So I had a chance to have my boys at home. Uh, when I was in Arkansas, they all came home because everything shut down. And I'm sitting there looking at my wife like, and we're spending all this time together at home, eating dinner together again, because you can't go anywhere. I mean, we're playing cars, we're playing dominoes, we're playing Uno. And I'm like- You didn't want to leave that. I missed all this. Yeah. We've been hustling and running around across the country, chasing other kids around the country. And I missed all this time yep. enjoying my own kids. I said, you know what? And she thought I was crazy. So I said, I need to do something different. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, I need to coach my kids. I want to coach my kids. And she was like, so, but we took a, a huge, huge pay cut. Yep. But, but you know what? It worked out the right way. And it was the best year of coaching. We played, we only played 19 games. And but it it got me back. It pulled me back. I had you know uh, a work life balance again, and uh, and it was the best year I've had, Jeff, in, in coaching. To be honest with you, it was all about basketball. Yeah, I was going to say obviously life coaching your kids 
was the, the, the best part of it, I'm sure. But now that you have a, a, a D1 head coaching job, you have that experience too, where you're not a, you're not a new head coach. Now you no just doubt. did it. You call no timeouts. You know, I, I, I wonder how much that's going to help you. I assume it will this year. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at old practice schedules from, from two years ago when I was at East Central and I'm looking at getting ideas from what we're doing this summer, uh, how I'm going to incorporate things that I'm putting into our program. And uh, some of it I'm taking from Oklahoma, some of it I'm taking from, from Oregon or Arkansas and combine it all together with the personnel that we have. So that little time as a head coach really did help me, did help me. You know, I, I look at the, the two coaches that you worked for most recently, and you couldn't find two more polar opposites than Lon <laughs> Kruger and Eric Musselman, yeah. right? Like, no doubt. Lon, Lon no is doubt. the mellowest dude on the planet. Yep. And Mus is probably the most intense and energy no and, and all that. What, what are you going to be like on the on the sidelines? What, what are we going to see from Crutch? I assume it's a little closer to Lon than Mus. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's my personality. I'm pretty laid back. You know, I'll get fiery sometimes, but but I'm pretty laid back. I, I just think in games, the games is really about the players. And my job as the head coach is to get, make sure I'm organized. They're, they're organized and they're confident and they're poised. Now, in practice, now we're getting after it in practice pretty good. But but that's my time. And I tell them practice is for me. Games yep. are for you. And, and my job is to get you ready to play in those games. And I won't have to say anything other than point and say a few words and drop a couple of plays on the clipboard. You know, if I'm sweating during the games, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, you, you inherit a program that's been – listen, they've been – Darren Hanson did a good job there. Yes, he, he did. He did a good did job. A job. And, um, yeah. He was there a while. What – what do you need to do to take it to the next level? What do you need to do to, to, to make Omaha a team that, again, can make an NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think, first of all, we, we started off, we, we needed to improve our athleticism. We needed to improve our size in this league. Uh, they, they, they had a returning player coming back in Frankie Fiddler as a freshman who was a really big-time player. is going to be a stud in this league. So we needed to put more pieces around him. We needed a point guard. We needed bigger. I wanted bigger, longer wings uh, to be able to defend the way I'm going to defend. Uh, we needed skill, a skill for a man. We needed too big. So we went out and got those spots. And we just wanted to get bigger. We wanted bigger wings. We wanted bigger fours. We wanted a bigger five uh, just to be more athletic uh, than everybody else in our league. And we was able to go get that. And then the next thing I think is you now we got to work this summer and improve our shooting because this is a really, really good shooting league. Yeah, Every team in this league can really shoot it. I mean, so so now I feel good about where we're at. Now we just got to incorporate, you know, our strategy and our schemes and, and help them to, to, to navigate through it. I still think Omaha is one of the most underrated cities in America. I love going there, whether it's for the NCAA tournament, whether it, First time I think I went there was uh, when Doug McDermott was at Creighton mm -hmm. and uh, Doug and Greg took me to a, a great spot under like the, the steak spots there are ridiculous. They no doubt. Rover. No doubt. Rover. Yes. Yes. It's still here, man. Big time. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta come back. I gotta come back. Uh, hey, you're a baseball fan. You should yeah. come for the college world series. I know. I know. It's all, I think next year will be a little bit easier. This year is tough. Again, we talked about it with my daughter, you know, graduating yeah. from high school, going off to college in a couple months. 
So we're, we're, we got a pretty packed summer between yeah, that and AU ball um, going out in, in July, but I, I would like to get to, I've never been, and it looks absolutely like phenomenal. Like one of the best. Next June, you put it on your list. It's to be a bucket list moment for you. Yep. Next June, you, you can come to Omaha and hang out with Crutch for a couple of days and we'll, we'll go watch a little college basketball. baseball. Done, done. Well, listen, uh, Chris Crutchfield, new Omaha head coach, uh, back to his stomping grounds, uh, field of 68, off the carousel. Crutch, congrats. And Thank you. I wish you all the best of, uh, of luck as you get this thing going. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.